Hey ladies, fellas, and friends, you are listening to another episode of Three Dope Wives with LaKendra Adesui, Adelise Jones, and Lamisha Dixon. With over 30 years of collective experience, we are here to give you an inside look at what marriage is really all about. Honey, we are airing out all the dirty laundry, spilling all the tea, and telling all the business. Are you looking for something really real? Then, honey, pull up a chair and grab your favorite cup of something hot as we dish on all things marriage. Welcome to another episode of Three Dope Wives. This is the podcast that opens the door to the real married life from the perspective of three amazingly dope wives. Um, We have really, really good topic today. We are doing something that we've kind of been throwing in and out between episodes. Um, We are doing a wife testimony today. But um, before we get started on that, let me just check in with my girl. How you doing, LaKendra? Hey, girl, I'm good. Um, Yeah, I am good as good can be (laughs) to be, uh, I want to say a new mom, but I want to say like a just came home mom. Mm. It is just Lord, girl, trying to figure out what end is up. I think I I I I sent a message to to, to the ladies this week, saying like parenthood is is overrated. Like I'm <laughs> I'm I'm Listen. split. I'm giving it like one thumb up, one thumb down. So we're just gonna split that. And I'm giving it two stars. Like I do not highly recommend it. Like it's so hard. Um, yes. And I'm legit married. So this isn't like. I can't even imagine single motherhood like to think about that, like stresses me out and it makes me a little bit traumatized. I'm a little mm-hmm. I'm a li- like single mothers. I, I feel like I just need a we, y'all need a moment of silence. Like y'all need a holiday. Like there should be a single mother day because I promise you to be a single mother, like to figure out your life and raise another human being. Girl. And not go. You know, insane and insane. drive yourself into a river, like girl, hats off. Yes, yes. I don't single motherhood. I don't know what I would do without my mister. Cause yeah, I would. <laughs> I'd be crazy in the mug. I'd a be friend crazy. of mine once said, "It ain't my ministry." <laughs> single motherhood is not my ministry. This is just not my ministry. I just, I don't. I think the Lord knew what I could handle, and He was like, "She can't do it. She can't do it." Girl. Yes. Yes. Motherhood is definitely something that um, you just got to be built different for like and, and huh. nobody can tell you, hey, um, don't have kids. It's not fun for a long time. <laughs> like nobody can tell you. Right, nobody right, can right. tell you that. Nobody can say, um, you know how you like things in order and um, you like to move when you want to move um, and you like to leave somewhere and come back and still be clean. They, that's not that's not parenthood. You're going to be dirty. Bring an extra shirt in the baby bag because he's right? going to get you dirty too. <laughs> oh my gosh. That part. I had to learn to pack two extra outfits because one is insufficient. Like he could, there's a possibility that a blowout could happen more than mm. one time. Like, yes. or, or there could be a blowout and then there could be like a food catastrophe. You know what I'm saying? Like there could be. Yeah. Things could happen that you just don't even expect. And you like, I just changed your clothes. Like, what? what is really going on? Why, why, where did this come from? Why is this happening? What did you eat? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yes. that part. Yeah. So it, it, that's how I'm doing, girl. I'm just trying to figure out, you know, which end is up. I feel like that's going to be 
how I'm doing for a while, but I see you, you, you had some good stuff going on. How, how is your weekend? Girl, my weekend was pretty busy. I had a lot of events for uh, my business, but then I also had my baby had her first dance recital and girl in true rare form, true rare form. Uh My daughter gave these people, she gave them the business. Like Uh you couldn't record while you were there. They didn't want you to record or take pictures because they want to sell them to you, of course. But all of the rehearsals I've seen her do at the studio and then all of the, you know, rehearsals we did here at home where we put the video up and watch her practice was like, I was like, okay, she kind of getting it, you know, it's her first little time in dance. And, you know, she, I kept saying, you know, she'll get it. She'll get better. Girl, boo-boo got on stage, and I don't know what her alter ego is, <laughs> but, like, in person, she's, you know, Emery, but on stage, she, <laughs> Tina, I don't uh, know, Tina, but she, she, girl, she gave it to the people. She Uh-oh. gave it to the people. Uh-oh. I was like, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was dying. I was, I was, I was completely taken aback. How hard she was getting, how hard she was getting it on stage. So oh, uh, that was the highlight yeah. of my. That was a highlight of my weekend. And I also went to. Um, today I went to a place called XOXO um, here in the Metroplex. If uh-huh. you're in the Metroplex um, for a um, brunch, happy hour ish birthday lunch for a friend of mine who just uh, joined the Dirty Forty, Forty Shouty Club. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It was just really good to see and be around. It was like maybe 20 of us, just like, you know, black dope women. You know, this is like our first post pandemic, you know, outing. And we, we had a, we had a great time. It was entertaining. The place is pretty dope. It's like a, a place set up for you to just take Instagram pictures, really. Like they have all these little nooks carved (laughs) out a different photo spots that are, you know, cool. And then there's a girl that's, dances from the ceiling you know they're on oh, the ropes okay yeah oh what is that so, called it's a ministry uh, i don't know it, it's mine. Called, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm like what is that called when they like swing I, from the on the and it's on the um on the like it looks like long curtains right that they yes yes it looks uh, like long curtains yeah, and she was uh twirling. I wish she would. I wish she would have had a little bit more pop in it because it would have matched the music. I wish she would have, you know, been able to <laughs> little back it up or something on the yeah. ropes. But I could understand that, you know, you got to keep it, you know, a certain kind of, you know, safe when you're <laughs> on the curtain. <laughs> So you can't, you can't be popping on the curtain. Yeah, you can't be twerk fest two thousand one on, on the curtain. The curtain. You gonna hurt yourself okay. on the curtain. You gonna come crashing down from the curtain. Right, right. So, uh, but y'all, it was super cool. Anybody in the Metroplex, they might wanna. If you wanna do something different, hang out. You know, the, yeah. the food was alright. Um, but. It was it was a fun spot. I know. I just threw that. Aye. Aye. <laughs> yeah. So so basically, if you and your girls getting together for some kiki and some drinks, that might be a cute little spot to be at. But if you're trying to eat for real, for real, maybe not. No, no. If you want to eat, eat like that's not the that's not the spot. But if you want a little kiki, little cute little kiki spot, that's the spot for you. Okay, well then that's what's up. That's what's up. I'm gonna check out XOXO when I uh when I get released from uh from probation, uh lockdown, yeah. uh whatever you call it. <laughs> we'll see you in years from that. That's, that mommy yeah. life, that new mommy life, that new mommy life is real. I just wanna go outside and then I went outside and it was hot and I was just like, I hate everything. 
why was it a hundred degrees in in DFW today? Just why? Just why? for what reason? It, it, it was just hot for no reason. Just I was like, who pissed off Satan? I'm just just who unnecessary hot. Just just hot. Just like you in Satan's breath. Like yeah. <sighs> just and you know you, you know it's breath hot. He didn't had the jalapeno. Yeah. The hot chips. Girl, that's like that. Had the hot, oh. just the hot. Yes. That's, you know when uh, your husband wake up, roll over in the morning, be like, good morning. No, it ain't that's, good. Yeah, that was that's what it was outside today. Shut your tough it was mouth. it was a um, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it that's what it felt like outside. Just like just hot. <laughs> it got the extra baritone. <sighs> you uh, you know yeah. The so hot you know, it, it was a little hot in Texas today. <laughs> yes. Yes. I can't, I can't I can't I can't. My husband walked the dog literally. Like, I'm not even kidding you. Like, he, he maybe went halfway down the block and back. And he was, when I say raining sweat, like, raining. Yes, like, drenched. It, it, it just, listen, listen. It's one of those... It's one of those sweats where you like we were there and we just all kind of gave up. Like, stop fanning yourself. <laughs> stop trying to hide from the sun under the umbrella. Just sweat. Like, pull your lashes <laughs> off. Just yeah, everything is running down your face. Just go in the bathroom. Get you one of them brown paper towels. Get off what you look. Get off what you can. Just your edges is what they are. Okay. You laid out before you left the house. They was cute. We got one good picture of your edges. But right now we just you <laughs> got no baby here. No, no, you ain't got no baby hair. You got that good morning hair. You got that. Got that rolled over and forgot my scarf hair. (laughs) Rolled over. My scarf was on the other pillow hair right now. That's that's what we was soaking wet, drenched. Wasn't nobody cute. You know how you like. So we are women, y'all listeners, right? We are women, right? So you know when you sit down and you hot for a long time and you get that wet spot. Listen, all everybody. Every, we just all gave in to the fact that listen, because <laughs> my crotch is wet, like the it's whole it's soaking. It's what you know? it is. It is what it is. So I'm out here. I, I have started a new thing because, like, I don't know, just postpartum hormones got me smelling different. Like, I don't know what mm-hmm. it is. So I had to change Girl. my hygiene regimen to include some extras. Some extras. Like, some extras because like I need to be extra fresh because mm-hmm. the way things be going, it the, the regular was not sufficient. Mm. So I've what added extra, extra soap so I so that I can get uh, make sure my lather is good and rich and thick. Mm-hmm. And uh, on top of that, like I'm also using this what is the uh, the Vagisil wash on the situation Mm. yeah i had to return to my waxing i said listen i understand sir that you feel like that ain't social distancing but i can't okay can't because can you social distance while you're getting waxed because it's the crotch is no in the air you're real you're real close and personal with yeah. your waxologist. With your wax, the crotch is in the air, sir. I'm just and, saying. Uh, I don't have a COVID crotch, so get I, off in there. And get the hair. Please, thank you. Appreciate you. <laughs> so don't listen, burn me. I, I started using this stuff called Honey Pot, and okay. um, I really like it. It is it's for you know your personal spaces and your private situations, mm-hmm. and um, I use it from front to back, and then I use, um, you know, my other stuff, I use Dr. Brunner's um, 
uh-huh. lavender and uh, hemp for the other stuff. But yeah, the um the the honey pot, I got the orange one, and I use it from front to back. That's all I use it for. It only takes one like real good pump to get a nice lather with it. Okay. And um, I like it. My husband seems to you like know, it. <laughs> yeah, he likes it. That's he does. That's what's up. Because you know, you you, to like it. Yeah, when you're you married. I okay, so I like the I like this Vagisil odor block, um, uh-huh. because it doesn't like I'm not one for like extra fragrances. However, mm-hmm. I remembered you mentioned the honey pot, so I got their little panty spray. Um, yes. So I, I've got that, but I also use the I see I use the Vagisil odor block wash, and then the Vagisil odor block powder. Mm. because you want to like catch the moisture like you don't want moisture accumulating like I'm already a panty white uh, um, a liner girl anyway mm-hmm. it. ladies if you got a wet wet situation panty liner every day I promise you mm-hmm. I hate that life you hate it but you gotta do what you gotta do because you mm-hmm. what you don't want is for your juices to be making unpleasantness happen around you like you don't want to be that one that somebody has to come in the bathroom after and be like <clears throat> you know that ain't you don't want that that's embarrassing so so the extras that we do is the powder and um I went and bought um, deodorant spray. I've not used deodorant spray really ever, but okay. I'm I'm a, I'm a I'm not a skinny woman, you know what I'm saying? I got mm-hmm. I got and things like that. So everywhere that the skin folds gets a nice little spray of this uh, spray deodorant, and also keeps me dry. So so is it a certain- dry and fresh? Okay, okay. Uh, degree degree is the one that I use. So you use real deodorant down there. Not down there, just everywhere that has a fold. So everywhere the skin, oh. so like you got back rolls, you got underneath your breasts where mm-hmm. you accumulates like you know, like if you're trying to not smell like a blooming onion, mm. yeah, yeah, it, it works, it works. Okay, because I saw this other this uh, um that's good to know that you can use like regular deodorant because I saw this company yeah. that has like a whole line of deodorizer stuff call loom for that situation you I know for that. for foams and uh, folds and all kinds of and like your butt crack and stuff like they real mm. big on let you know hey your butt crack stank and uh you need this deodorant for i your tell crack. you i tell you i tell you so that's that's postpartum but <laughs> man you know we can go all day talking about what's going yes, on in our life. Yes, let's get into these questions so what are we let's talking about today this. so today we are doing our wife testimony so I'm going to be asking you some questions, Akendra, about mm-hmm. your um, <clears throat> your marriage, mm-hmm. pre and uh, current. Uh-huh. And we're just going to get all in your business. So you ready? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You ready? She ready? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so tell me this. How did you and your husband meet? Let's start there. So, so the, so the lie is that we met at church. (laughs) The lie is that we met at church, but the truth is that we met on the internet. Yeah. So there, there used to be, and it it still might exist. I don't know if it does or not, but there was this website called black planet that existed back in the day. Um, 
And it was uh, where black people went to, you know what I'm saying, find other black people. You found out what was going on in your city. You found out, like, you know, you shared. And so you would have, like, a general page that you would create and set up. And you could go to other people's pages. And you could have instant messages or, like, DMs they have now. It's called Mm. the DM. Mm. But you can you can slide into somebody's DM based on, you know, you like what you see. You say, hey, hey, what's up? How you doing? Yada, whatever. So I had on my page um, just all kinds of stuff about who I was. And, you know, I had poetry. I had a little like Clark sisters playing in the background because I was super duper uber saved. And mm-hmm. then um, I got a message from my husband um about my about my poetry and I was like okay let me just let me go to his page to see like what what he has going on and he had some poetry too and I was like okay brother's nice okay yeah Mm -hmm. so we we traded work back and forth until he asked me out and then we went out so y'all were both in the same city we were in the same city yeah and so it kind of worked like that like you can you can you know link up with people in your same city or other areas that kind of thing we were in the same city Okay, so what made you think that he was the one? Like, y'all dated and went out, and then what What was that th- That one thing that made you say, okay, he can, he can, he can get my hand? Okay, the, that I, okay, I will marry you. Um, So there was this in situation. It was like, okay, so I said I was super duper uber saved, right? So I was trying not to have sex before marriage. Mm-hmm. I didn't say I was a virgin. I'm just saying we was trying to be right. Right, right, right. And, so it was one night, you know, things were getting a little heated and mm-hmm. I had to put the brakes on it. You know, I just was like, I, I and I felt so bad because, you know, back and I, guys may still do this now, but I don't, I've been out the dating game for a good long while, mm-hmm. but it just, you know, it's not ever cool to leave a guy hanging on blue balls, that part, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I mean hanging in that just don't, don't even go there just don't even get it don't even get it started just be like get that little smoochie in and be like good night you know what I'm saying don't mm-hmm. don't go any further because otherwise you're gonna find yourself in a you know a bad situation so we were mm-hmm. in a bad situation and I I really needed to stop and I was just like I'm so sorry but I I can't go any further like I just mm-hmm. I'm trying to be righteous and whatnot, even though I don't even know if what we did was really righteous, but like, I need to stop at this point. Uh uh So um, he was like, okay, it's no problem. Like he was like, okay. Okay. Like he said, okay. Like, you know, you want, you want a piece of candy? No. Okay. Like he said, okay. Like that. And I was like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Wow. Um, and I was like, I really do feel so bad. He was like, how about this? How about this? You want to, um, I'll, I'll pray with you. Let's pray. And then I'll tuck you in and then I'll leave. Girl, and I was like, he was really ready to get him to draw. <laughs> <laughs> the man said he going to pray with me because I want to give him the draws. Oh, he going to get the draws. <laughs> room he got on his knees side by side with me we prayed 
I got in the bed. He literally tucked me in. Now, by this point, like, we were, you know, we were dating. Mm-hmm. We were where he had a key to my place. Like, yeah. I'm just going to leave. But you just got out the bed and relocked the door. Like, no, nah, that don't sound right. No, we were, the, the relationship had progressed, right? Yeah. Um, but I knew that that I could see us making a life, you know what I mean? To find somebody yeah. who's not. Because it told me a couple things. One told me that he didn't want anything from me in the sense that he didn't want anything from me that was going to cause me um, to diminish myself, right? To meet that need, which I think is so key because so many women I feel do like Mm -hmm. you, you don't gave up something to be with this man, but it wasn't something that you could give up. It was something detrimental to you being who you are. Right. Had to shrink. A lot of women shrink. You had to, come low right so Mm -hmm. for me it told me that he did he wasn't trying to he didn't want anything from me and it also told me that he wasn't trying to take anything from me right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like i'm trying to i'm not trying to take anything so anything you want me to have i want to have it because you gave it to me right 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 take nothing from me like he didn't try to browbeat me or make me feel bad because i've been in those situations before where guys like oh oh, that's how you gonna pee that's how you gonna do me like, oh, <laughs> oh, look how you got me, brother out here, bad. Like, <laughs> right. Like, I right. said, no, it's, you'll be fine, I promise. A little cold right. water, you'll be fine. So, <laughs> yeah, and so then he, when he left, I, I think I just knew, like, wow, wow. It, that, that, that was a defining moment for me. Yeah, that's a big one. Was there anything that made you, like, during your courtship, were there any, like, red flags that made you think, like, mm, I don't know if I can deal with this for the rest of my life? Like, was there anything? <laughs> uh, my husband is particularly messy, and he still is. So I'll just say, don't ever think that you're going to change something. But just, <laughs> just side <laughs> Right. Um, but I thought, it, at the time, I thought it was cute. I, I don't think it's cute anymore. But I did... You know, kind of think it was cute. Like, oh, he is really messy, but like, I can, I can shape him, I can mold him, I can uh-uh. change him. Uh-uh. All the wrong ideas that I didn't know were all the wrong ideas at the time. So, yeah, those are some red flags. Like, do you want to be dealing with this mess for the rest of your forever? And and that's just what you signed up for. That's what you said. Yeah, for. you did. You did, and now you just gotta live with it. I gotta live with it. So, or um, you gotta. How- to hire people to come clean. <laughs> how about that? Yeah. So how did how did he how did he propose? What was that? It you know it was unremarkable. It was really unremarkable because we we talked about marriage, so it wasn't like a oh my god, when's he gonna when's he gonna propose? Oh my god, mm-hmm. it really wasn't that type of deal. Like I came into the situation after several dates. Like, listen, um, I'm not that girl. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. that girl that's going to sit up here and be your girlfriend from now until forever. Like, it's not my deal. It's not what I'm going to do. Like, if you want to be exclusive with me, then you need to stake your claim. Otherwise, I'm going to be out here dating until somebody say, let's go all the way. Mm. So we talked about marriage early on. And I knew it was like we went ring shopping, all of that. Oh, okay. Um, so I picked out my ring and he gave it to me. We were going to go on a trip together. We were um, 
and I was fussing like I was fussing like I'm not when are you gonna I mean you bought the ring what's up like when are you gonna give it to me like I was legit fussing I I don't know what the problem is you know you get it you give it like it's not even that Uh -uh. you know I was like I, I was not about the big like no wait for the moment and all this I've never been that that girl so I was fussing we were at my apartment and I was like huffing and puffing like man oh forget it whatever you know what I don't even want it blah 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 um so I turned I I was cleaning and fussing I turned my back and I turned back around he was like on one knee like in the middle of the kitchen with the ring and I was like (gasps) oh I didn't mean right now. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. See, see, now that you're getting what you want. <laughs> right. Hey. <laughs> so, you know, what, yes, where did y'all get married? We got married at a church in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So, typical church wedding in the city uh, where mm-hmm. we were from. And yeah. Anything you would do different? If you could like get married, if y'all could like get married again and you could replan and all of that kind of stuff, is there anything that you would do different? Yeah, I think I would have did a longer engagement, um, maybe another year. So maybe we mm. would have been engaged for two years because we got engaged and married relatively quickly um compared to a lot of people. Like we were, I were, we were met and engaged inside of four months, like. He mm-hmm. was a stranger to me in April when we met and started dating. By August, we were engaged. Mm-hmm. And then that following August, we got married. Okay. So it was really fast. So I I would, I would maybe wait another year. Um, as far as the wedding goes, you know, it was good. I think I, I could have made it better, you know, because uh, I would, I would have been able to afford more. Okay. But now I think about or less. I don't know. I think if I could go back with the knowledge that I have now, maybe mm-hmm. I would have made it. Maybe I would have made some uh, some things work that didn't work for mm-hmm. the wedding for the amount of money that I spent because I feel like I spent a lot, even though what I spent is a drop in the bucket compared to some weddings nowadays. Right. Yeah. Weddings can be twenty, forty, sixty, eighty, hundred thousand dollars. I didn't even want a wedding. So I, I didn't really? want a wedding. I, I did not. I wanted to do a destination wedding situation, uh-huh. like vacation, wedding, uh, all in one type thing. Yeah. Just come back and be like, hey y'all, I was married now. Like I did not want <laughs> I didn't I didn't want the whole shebang. Oh wow. So would you um so how'd y'all end up with a wedding? He wanted a wedding. Oh, okay. I was like, let's just do a destination, yada, yada. He was like, I can't do that. I mean, my grandmother wants to see me get married, and I don't know if she can afford to go, you know, overseas somewhere, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, mm-hmm. fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Hindsight is definitely 2020. I'm glad we did it because now we have the pictures for those memories yes you know what i mean and since then like my grandfather has passed away his grandmother has passed away and we have those wedding photos of them at our ceremony that we you know we would not have otherwise had so you know hey hindsight is 2020 it was all good okay so tell me this let's talk about this since you a new mom and you guys have been married what 14 years 15 years this year 
14 in August. 14 in August. So you guys are now, you know, just uh, having your first kid. Talk about the impact of kids on your marriage. Well, it's not our first. He's our third baby. So yes, your first baby, baby, Mm -hmm. but uh, but this is the first time we've entered into parenthood outside of the hospital. Yes. Um, but I would say, um, it's impacted us. It's impacting us still. Like I'm still trying to figure out how is it impacting us? We're only three weeks out of the NICU right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's just been a, a learning and growing experience mm-hmm. to see him as a father is just really, um, it's different, you know, it's, yeah. um, it's really heartwarming. Like he is smitten. Like he is, smitten. <laughs> like he's in love with that baby. Mm-hmm. And that, I, I don't know. It, it just, I appreciate that so much. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like, I have this really deep appreciation. Like, thank you for loving my baby, even though it's your baby. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I feel like that sounds so stupid, but it's how I feel. Cause mm-hmm. I came from single parenthood. Right. So it's, yeah. it's not, dual the duality of you know husband and wife both raising the child is different for both of us because he came from Mm -hmm. single parent home as well so it's uh it's shaping the way that i that i see uh that i see him Mm -hmm. as as a person so i think it's just really um it's taking on just a different different role i mean like he's He's excited to do everything. He's excited to get up and go change his diaper. He's excited to go, you know, <laughs> be the one to go pick him up first. I'm like, okay, you can, you can have, you can pick him up. Like it's fine. Um, so I, I think it's just having that. It's, it's that. And then you know we've had our 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 bends about his treatment plan and different things like this that we want to do or don't do. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's caused us to fight. It's caused us to uh, and to see each other in a new light. And to grow an understanding. I mean, it's still so new. Like, I feel like, yeah, this is yeah. an evolving answer. Like, this is my answer today, but it could be different in two weeks. Uh huh. Did you know he was going to be this kind of father? I knew that he was a dedicated person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I knew that he would be a good father. Um, and I think that's a big deal, especially when you're choosing a spouse. Like, you got to think about them as a parent. Um, if you want children in your life, the both of you. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you kind of always knew he would, I knew that he would be a good dad and I knew that he would take care of his child. Um, and he's really passionate about taking care of him. He's really passionate about everything that's, you know, the best for him and that kind of thing. And, you know, um, like, you know, we're still on COVID lockdown for that reason. Um, yeah. The doctors, the doctor said, you know, you, you, you need to be very, very especially careful with your son because you don't want him to even catch a cold. Because even if he caught a cold, like a common cold, he could end up back in the NICU. Mm-hmm. Um and so that was enough for him to be like, nope, nobody. Um, a pulmonologist <laughs> was like, you don't like your family anyway. They could wait a year to see him. Right. You know? uh, and and he's like dead serious. So like, for example, today we went to look um, look at houses, something that we find fun. And so 
we went to look at houses and there was one open house and he was like, well, we can't do an open house. Like we'll have to do it in shifts. Like you go in and then I'll go in because the baby can't go in. And mm. I was just. <sighs> You're doing shift open houses. That's uh, tough. Yeah. 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 That's tough, but he's serious, but he's serious about his baby. Oh my God. Oh, I can't even, I can't take him to the grocery store. Like we can't even go grocery shopping with him. If we mm. go to the grocery store, like one of us has to go in. <laughs> we must just order them online because no one can go to the store. So tell me this. Are y'all a couple that do everything together? Like you grocery shop together. You go. Uh, if if he needs some new shorts, y'all go together. Are y'all that couple? <laughs> so yes and no. So I want to say mostly no, but it's always something that I aspired for us to be. Like I always mm-hmm. wanted to be that couple. Um yes. I always wanted to be that couple like, oh, let's go. Like, usually if there's there's clothes shopping to be done, we usually go together. When it, No, no, no. I take that back. When it's his clothes shopping, <laughs> we, usually, we usually go do that together. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yes and no. I mean, there we started out that way, you know, in the mm-hmm. beginning. And then, you know, we, we've done so many different diet programs and different stuff like this. It's got us eating differently. He might be on one program. I'm on something else. And so he might go do his own grocery shopping. I go do mine. It's just been so just disjointed. But I mm-hmm. think we're kind of slowly getting back to that place where it's going to be a whole family experience. So we just had this conversation. I was talking about what did you envision for your marriage? And I think mm-hmm. that that was one thing I wanted. I wanted us to be that couple. Like, let's go to the grocery store. Oh, mm-hmm. let's be shopping and all this type of thing. Uh-huh. So sometimes we are, but sometimes we're not. So tell me, like, is that is that an intimacy thing? And and how do you guys, how do you keep the, how do you increase intimacy? How do you keep it going? Like, what is y'all's, what's y'all's thing? Child, we're struggling with intimacy right now, real talk. Um, right now, intimacy is like on the rocks. So we're in a strategizing intimacy <laughs> phase right. right now, just because, you know, with the baby, with everything that's happened these last several months, we don't have uh, like what is us time. Seriously, like I can count on one hand the amount of times we've even had sex since the baby, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is shameful, but it's real, you know? Yeah. Um. So I think that we, you know, right now we're just trying to strategize. How do we do that? Like this week he bought some game controllers for the game system that he has so that we can play together. Um, and oh. so we're trying to do things that are different that we've not done to, create some intimacy um he also ordered uh, a book that i was reading so that we can read the book together and just kind of you know have some intimacy that way so right now we're just kind of trying new things and strategizing intimacy so that we can create that within our marriage yeah yeah Yeah. that's good that's a good start i mean being a new mom i'll tell you it is tough um especially for like you know people who co-sleep or sleep in the same room and stuff like that intimacy um, not just the, you know, well, the sex part, of course, cause everybody tired and, and don't <laughs> nobody feel real cute, but, right. um, just that intimacy, just that time together. Um, it's, it's tough. It's tough. And so, yeah, you yeah. got to push, you just push on through it's that first year. You just got to push on through and be Child like, listen, I told you I was smelling like a blooming onion. 
Yes. <laughs> you like uh, you just gotta be like, I ain't I ain't going nowhere, you ain't going nowhere. We just gonna we just gonna push through this year. Right. I see you on the yeah. other side. <laughs> but yeah, plus I'm like, bro, I stank. Like I don't even mm-hmm. I don't even stink with an I. I stank with an A. Like back up off this. You don't want it. You don't want it. You don't even want you don't Ooh, want this. Sidebar, real funny story. I told my husband that and he was like, I'm a man, I don't care nothing about that. <laughs> Give me that thing, girl. Don't give me that thing. I don't care how I smell. I don't care about that. I want you that want thing. Hear, girl. I'm thinking, what? That thing is thing, I want that. No, I don't care. Bring it on, girl. <sighs> listen, my, my little sidebar. Little sidebar, girl. They they don't care. Especially after you get married, he'd be like, "Listen, you ain't got to get in the shower." No, well, I already just, know what it is. I know on, what it come is. On. Come on here. I, I know what it's like fresh and I know what it's like. Go on, give me that. Come on. Come on over here. Come on in the room. Right, right, right. <laughs> right, quick. I got time to be playing. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so, so tell me, a t- tell me a time where marriage got, like maybe outside of kind of your current situation and what you guys are doing um, yeah. with the new, with the new motherhood and fatherhood, parenthood. When did it become hard? When did it become tough? Yeah, aside from this, I would say when my husband went to law school it was hard. Um, it was really hard when we went to, when he went to law school just because his focus was um it was shifted. So my husband is always the guy that's got a couple things going at once, right? So when we first got married, he was we were married plus he was working on his CPA license. So he went to work and then he studied, but he was also working as second job because he had he hadn't quit the second job he had started to pay for our honeymoon so he kept working that job after we got married so he had two jobs plus he was studying um so he's always had something going on but when he went to law school like Mm -hmm. that I don't know what happened but it was like we had no time I was so because he was either he was working during the day or he was in class or he was studying he was completely you know, thrown into his JD program. And so I found myself just getting busy with other things. So I just got really involved in the community. I joined, you know, some community boards. I joined um, uh, some professional organizations. And I just got really involved in those things on on top of working. So Mm -hmm. we were, you know, married but living separate lives. And that was really hard, you know, trying to reconnect after law school was over it was like who what are what is this you know yeah mm-hmm. so that was hard that was a hard thing to deal with um yeah did you ever think of calling it quits yeah i did during that time um we had a really big blow up once where <clears throat> it just felt like we weren't connecting we felt like we were strangers you know it felt like anytime mm-hmm. we were talking about something it was either about these bills or, you know, something to do with the household or we were fighting generally. So I and I just was tired. I was like, I just don't feel like this is cool. Like this ain't what marriage is supposed to be. Right. And once after a really bad blow up, we've never so we don't we don't say the D word in our house, but we allude. So we never really say the word, but we allude. Yeah. To like what I'm saying. So I once after a really bad argument, I was we were like on the phone. I was at home sitting on the floor in my bedroom. I remember I was crying. And I just said, is this what you want? Mm. You know, is this Mm -hmm. is this what you want? 
because I'm still going to be me tomorrow. Like, do, is this what you want? Because mm-hmm. this is what I got. And so he was like, well, is this what you want? So it was just like a really, uh, it was a C-Law moment where we just had to kind of sit with that. Oh, what kind of SAT word moment? The Asila moment, like the Bible. You know how the Bible sitting Girl, chilling. don't nobody sitting. use that word in their regular vocabulary. Sometimes they do, like I do. <laughs> Sometimes they do a Asila moment. A so, moment. yeah, I, I was just like, a, hmm. Hmm. So, I mean, yeah, that was, that was, that was the one time I think where I thought, man, this is just, we're just too different. We're just mm-hmm. we're just not even doing the same thing. Like right. he up here trying to be a lawyer. I'm up here trying to like network and meet new people and you know, that was my thing. And so it, yeah. it just was different. So yeah, I think at that time I just thought that marriage is hard. Marriage is too hard and do I wanna continue? Am I built for it? I think that I started asking all of those questions, you know. Cause mm-hmm. cause everybody ain't called to the ministry of marriage. That's why it's called the ministry. Right. And so I just felt like, Lord, did I miss a calling or did I like do something wrong or, you know? Yeah, yeah. it was, it yeah. was not, it was not easy. So how did you overcome that? How did y'all get through that and get to the other side to, you know, mm. be where you are now? Yeah, I think it was really just sitting down and just talking it through, right? Like we had to let that moment rest <laughs> and then okay. come back once, you know, we were, both clear-minded and level-headed to to talk it out you know is this what we want is this what we're doing you know what 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 should we be doing differently you know how how can we be better together you know that kind of thing and so i think just us taking a minute to actually communicate with one another yeah was the bigger thing because a lot of times people do is that they you communicate around your spouse you don't really communicate to your spouse Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that people miss all the time because one person can say, oh, no, I'm communicating. I'm communicating. Are you are you sure? Because are you is the person that you're communicating to receiving the message that you're intending to give them because that's effective communication. And if not, then you're not effectively communicating. Right. Right. You know, like, oh, I yeah. heard that. But I ain't what I thought you meant or that uh, I didn't even hear you when you said that. Like I was daydreaming about something else over here and you talking to me and I'm not even dialed in so okay. yeah yeah so what so what has so that's the all went through that and came out on the other side what is marriage what has it taught you about you hmm one thing I can say that marriage has taught me about me is that I am I'm loyal I'm really really loyal like I I rock with people and I rock hard with folks. And like, if I'm with somebody, then I'm with them. You know, I'm not, I'm not, as you would say, for the streets, right? If I'm rocking with you, I'm rocking with you. Um, So I I think that's one thing that it taught me because I didn't know how loyal I was until I ended up being in a marriage situation. Oh, okay. Okay. That's, that's something good to learn about yourself. It is because I mean, when I, I think you most people learn that in friendships, right? Um, but I didn't have, I don't know, a whole lot, a lot, a lot of girlfriend relationships that would 
teach me the depths of loyalty because like girlfriends fall out right and and as soon as you know she funny acting and she ain't cool no more like we don't really talk like that and in marriage that ain't the case like you can't be like oh well he funny acting and you know whatever he he be acting i don't like that so i just don't roll with him no more like you can't do that you roll with him because you said i do like you wake up with this dude like it's on it's on with y'all right so that's that's what I learned. You know, I learned that I actually have more stick with itness than I ever thought I had because I'm a I'm a I'm a quitter when it comes to <laughs> like, I'm just real with myself. Like, I I quit people. Like I give them everything I have. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh my god, but I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you." And then it's like the one thing they do and then I'm just like, "And I'm done with you." And scene. And scene. Yes. <laughs> And that's you can't do that in marriage. You sure can't. It's like I'm tired. I'm just like speaking of speaking of and scene. Speaking of and scene, we uh when you got all in your business and we know so much more about you and your husband and y'all's journey. But there are some things that's hot and popping in the press that we got to talk about. Yes. So um before we run out of time, so let's 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 hit this thing and quit it. Yeah. Um the one thing that people have been sending to me is from our uh and I say this, I guess maybe loosely, our beloved (laughs) uh Instagram chef Darius Cooks. Now, if you're on Instagram, you might have heard of Darius Cooks. Have you heard of him? I have not, but now I'm hungry and I want to go and learn of him. I feel like the <laughs> name has floated around, though, Darius Cooks. I feel like yes. I've heard of him. Yes, the name is floated around, Darius Cooks. So he was a restaurant here, um, an owner of a restaurant in Atlanta. And um, then he got on Instagram and he became famous cooking. So he basically he started all his posts and he would lean into the camera and say, y'all hungry or y'all want it, Y'all want something? To yes, eat? You know, I something do like know that. that dude. He's yes. Good yes, yes. And so um, he's just that, you know, big, warm kind of teddy bear guy that cooks really, really good and everybody yes, loves. I so look him up. Yeah, so just recently, a kind of little, a little bit of a scandal broke. Um, there has been talks that Mr. Darius um, closed his restaurant, did not tell his staff, basically laid them off with no notice, and then um, <laughs> and and used and used the fact that they were depressed and you know drinking, you know, altogether as a reason to out them for being like terrible people or whatever on social media. And baby, when I tell you they came for him, <laughs> they came for him. Wait, how so, do you sh- so like they just showed up to work and the doors are locked and gone. it's just like, <laughs> Bye. Wait, you just showed up like the building closed, showed up and um, don't worry about clocking in. Ain't no clock. Um, <laughs> and uh, you took that apron home with you last night. I'm going to need that. <laughs> like what? done. Yes, yes. And so these people are now without jobs and wow. yes, and feeling a certain kind of way. And uh he he don't care and went to social media about it. Um, he don't care. 
Yes. Yes. He don't care there. I mean, people have been put, there's long posts. People have been sending me posts. So basically they're calling him out saying that he is a, you know, truth be told, he is a scammer. Um, he used to do credit repair and, um, you know, he would get people's information and wouldn't really help them take their money and that he was stealing credit card numbers from, um, from some patriots of his establishment. Mm-hmm. And that um, there's people saying that his the cookbook that he just recently put out is also a scam because there is no recipes in the cookbook. It literally is like, like if you watch him on Instagram, he's like, okay, we're gonna put a little bit of this in there, put a dash of it, okay, maybe a little bit more, you know, I, I like that. And then they say that the recipe book is exactly like that. Like there's no one quarter cup of this, there's no teaspoon of that, there's no you know, that it's all just put a little bit of this, add a little bit of that, stir it, one more little drop of that, taste it, it's good. <laughs> okay, putting a little sprinkle, sprinkle, like. <laughs> so the cookbook is sprinkle, sprinkle. Uh, sprinkle. I, you know what, but I feel like, you know what, that's just, that's just the mad talking. Because truth is this, if he went to publish a whole book, you mean yes. tell me his publishers would not have told him, yo, Darius, this ain't gonna work. I think that they would have told him. So I feel like that's just the hate talking because you mad. Like you mad because you showed up to work and you ain't got no more job. Like, and I get that. I totally mm-hmm. dig it. However, the book could plan, y'all. If he just released the book, even if it is a dash, like I was on the JJ Smith smoothie cleanse and literally. For the for the recipe, it says a handful, a handful of greens. Like if it says a dash, yes. then hey, it's a dash. Listen, she, this lady says, and this is this lady. She's the cook. I'm gonna put a name out there. She posted it. She verified yeah. the, <gasps> the the, the kitchen She got yes, the kitchenista. She said brown butter pecan cake has five eggs for a total of three cups of flour, almond or coconut. So this is dense AF. Two tablespoons of vanilla. Caramel calls for a stick of butter and six cups of monk fruit sweetener. There is no way anybody baked this. So she's going down the recipe for this brown butter pecan cake and his stuff. It doesn't add up. Like I get that five eggs, three cups of flour. Mm, That's, that's not no cake. That's a brick. Is it a brick or is it like a brownie? I don't know. Is it a brownie? It ain't no cake. It's no, not a, it, it's not a pound cake. That ain't no pound cake. Three cups oh, of well, flour. You know, because you're bla- you're a baker. I know this might not make making sense to nobody but myself, right? Right. I'm <laughs> like, oh wait, is it? Because I'm thinking it might taste good. I mean, if you like your, if you like it a little thicker, you know what I'm saying? Like if you like mm. your cake a little, mwah, mwah, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. Mm, I don't yeah, know. I, mean, I kind of might I, be I feeling. I like have it. to take somebody to make it to like verify. Like she, she's, she's verifying it based on like the ingredients. But did she cook it? Like if she didn't make it, mm-hmm. I don't know. Does she really know? Yeah. And then there's people they they saying um he faked a mental illness because the FBI was watching him, um mm-hmm. lying on his employees. He's a crook. Um, wow. There's like well, I mean. Well, then they I, went I in have on him. this. They they did. They they basically like I was about to throw you under the entire bus. However, though, mm-hmm. however, if all this stuff was really going on, I it mean, it came out. 
You know what I'm saying? Like it would have, and it would have been came out. How come it didn't come out till he closed the restaurant though? Right. So I don't know if this is, you know, like I said, bitter employees could be, or it could yeah. be that some of this is true. All I'm saying is, you know, a hustler is a hustler, right? Hey, hey, and every, every he, business owner is a little bit of a hustler. Come yeah. On. And so he might've been a little bit of a hustler before, but something finally popped. So yeah. I'm, you know, a black man trying to do his thing. I've always loved him on Instagram and watched some of his stuff. My sisters actually sent me his recipes. Uh, we wish you well, but if you out here doing being grimy, um, we don't. I mean, I don't. Know. Right, <laughs> right. We don't. We don't. We don't condone the griminess, whackness, mm. kind of like else is popping? Jackson. Um, I know y'all probably, and I know I was gone when when the Derek Jackson stuff went down. Mm-hmm. That was hilarious. Yeah. And sad at the same time. Um, but what's popping is I see that Beyonce's twins have turned four. Uh yes. Rumi and Sir. I cannot believe it. Like I am like, wait, what? Four? These four kids are old. like they're they're kindergartners now? What? Yeah, well, even... they pre almost pre-K. Um well is it, if yes. you start if you depending on where you live, right? Because because we yes. had K four where I'm from. So you can start kindergarten at four, but I believe it's five here. Oh yeah, so, yeah. So if they're if they're going to pre-K or if they're going to K four, yes. I can't even believe it. Like they're four years old. Yes, I'm just she trying... has kept them babies on lock. And what's so interesting to me is that she didn't do that with Blue Ivy. So I feel kind of like, dang. So we don't really get the the twin experience because I'm like, do we? You would not even know what these kids look like. We saw Blue Ivy from the moment that girl was born. Right. At the womb, you know, we saw Blue Ivy. We got yes. so much Blue Ivy, everything. Right. I mean, and they and she owns songs and own uh, balconies and rooftops. Yeah. And yeah. But the twins, saw... you don't see nothing about. And I, I feel a little bad about it because I feel like, okay, they are the, the, the second and third babies. Like, don't give them less. Or do you feel that it's better for them to have less shine? Because I don't, I feel like almost is, is, is Blue Ivy being set up better, you know, mm, than yeah. her brother and sister. Um, Or maybe there's some things going on with Blue Ivy that she was like, you know what, keep people out the media. You know, maybe she, she, cause I'm telling you, kids being thirsty right. for likes is real. <laughs> and so... I don't know why she has chosen to keep them so far away from the limelight when she hasn't done it for Blue Ivy and she's she currently is still not doing it for Blue Ivy. Like Blue Ivy be making appearances and the twins don't. Right. So but I mean we see what we don't realize is Beyonce gets so much love and support. We really have only seen Beyonce. We only see her once a year. Like we might see promo ads for Ivy Park <laughs> and right. we might, all kinds of stuff like that. But we really only see her. Like she really only posts something once or twice a year where she out. She might do an event, a real, was she wearing something? But other than that, like she don't just, she don't post and give us her life like that. She we have no not. idea what What's is going wrong? on. That's real talk. That's real talk. We really don't. I think they just, there was just like a, uh, celebrity ball game with her and Jay Z, and they were talking about her outfit, right? So yes. we see her living her life, but she doesn't give us her life. Right? She doesn't give us. Anything. So you see her like you know, like you saw a car passing. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you don't you don't know what's on on the inside, right? Yes. So that, yes. I think that's what we kind of miss uh, from Beyonce 
from but I think that when you are a mega superstar like she is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, you can afford to just give people a little bit at a time because it seems like the beehive and everybody they're gonna keep themselves busy loving your essence. Yes. Yes. Like it's not it's like Michael Jackson. They're gonna people falling out, oh see Michael pass out. Like come on now. It they love his essence. It yeah, you ain't yes. gotta do it. Give too much of nothing. Like she's gonna do a little documentary. Everybody gonna pass out from that. She's gonna drop an album, not do Nan tour. She's gonna show up and do one mega you know, Coachella, she might do the right. uh, the gardens or something in New York, right, for the new year or something major. But, like, yeah, we're not going to and be the headliner, but we're not right. going to see, yeah, we're not going to see her like that. So, it could be that she maybe learned, maybe she learned from Blue Ivy and she's trying to take what she learned from that situation, you know, and apply mm-hmm. it to the, to the two younger siblings. So, yeah, it could be that. But I'm just so. Know. But she did wish them happy birthday on her social media. She did. I don't. Yeah, oh, I guess. I mean, I'll well, like, you know, it's her, they're her kids. I mean, you know. Yeah, happy birthday, happy birthday y'all. to your own babies. Now go, y'all. go back in the hiding. Right. <laughs> like blanket and them. I'm gonna be never like blanket. But blanket and them. He did. He had some siblings, I think. He did. We just Nobody, only knew. Know we just only are. knew the name blanket. That's it. Yes. We ain't know nobody else. Who else? <laughs> Nobody else existed. Never. Lord. Yeah. Well, look, we, look, Andrew, we are almost out of time. We have been oh, uh, yeah. talking and chatting it up. We got all in your business. Yeah. Find out about your marriage and the who, what, when, yeah. where, and why of that thing. Yeah. And so we appreciate you. We welcome. We're so happy to have you back and yeah. going to be welcoming you back and, and getting you all back into the loop, y'all. Getting her. Whew. It's hard with her being a new mom, trying to carve out time. And so. I'm just happy we had this opportunity to sit down and just have a little wife chat. Yeah, I'm so glad. If I could just leave one little note, it's something that I've learned over the years. Um, just don't think that marriage is going to be what you thought it was going to be. Like, mm-hmm. if you're a new, if you are, um, you know, an aspiring wife and you're not there yet, or if you're a new wife and you, you know, the the spit shine hasn't worn off yet, you know, don't lock yourself into a fantasy of what your marriage is going to be, you know, let allow yourself to go on the journey and be a passenger on that ride sometimes, because it it, it could turn out better than what you think. Hmm. Um, You know, it could turn out much better than what you think you thought it was going to be one way. It's turned out so much better. Um, I, I have an amazing husband. I have, you know, I have a wonderful husband and I don't, I don't I, I never would have known that he would be the man that he is when ever we got married. Mm. So I think that it's important to remember that, you know, you're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have highs and lows. But in the end, there's some goodness. I heard somebody say this once and I think I oh, was it us talking. No, I was actually listening to y'all. Um, some of the previous podcasts talking about that. Uh, if you've been married for fifty years and you've had forty great years, you've had an excellent marriage. Yes. <laughs> um, but it's those ten that you're just like, can I weather it? Can I make it? Can I get through? Mm-hmm. Will it get better? Um, it gets better. It gets better. 
It does. It gets richer. Well, that is awesome, y'all. And that is a wrap. We didn't got a word from our uh <laughs> from mm-hmm. our mega host, LaKendra. And we have found out about her marriage. And we love you guys. We appreciate you all for tuning in. Um, it's a wrap. Y'all have a good one. We love y'all. Peace. Peace. This has been another episode of Three Dope Wives. Sis. We are so glad you took a minute to get real with us. Yep. Listen, I want you to know something. Every day a woman is married and a wife is made. Vows are exchanged and hopes arise. Mm-hmm. And every day a woman's dreams are crushed. Ush. Let me tell you, crushed. Crushed. <laughs> by the yep. reality of what marriage really is. True. Stay tuned with us and we will help you survive another day of this crazy, crazy, crazy married life. Crazy married life. I promise we will. Now, if you would like to submit a question or a topic of discussion, please send your request to 3dopewives at gmail.com. That's T-H-R-E-E, dopewives at gmail.com. And we'll see you again next time, girl.